Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to Conan O'Brien needs a fan. <laughs> Didn't know if I should talk first. So I just... hi, uh, hi there, Hannah. Um, nice hi. to see you. Uh, tell us, where are you? you. Where, where are you coming to us from? Uh, I'm in, I'm back in Vancouver. I flew in last night and I'm in my parents' Christmas living room. So oh, I, like I love Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. I love, uh, really? actually, I, I love Canada uh, in general. I love the people. Uh, I, it's oh, a beautiful thanks. place to be. And uh, everyone has such a great sense of humor. But Vancouver, I particularly love. It's a wonderful place. Yeah. I think we're pretty spoiled. We're very lucky here. So tell us a little bit about your life, Hannah. Um. <laughs> Uh, like from birth well, or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to say, I'm not going to start from birth, but I'm going to say yeah. start yeah. from like four hours after birth. You've been cleaned. Okay. Uh, so okay. post-inception, everything. You're wrapped. Okay. Uh, you're under a yeah. heat lamp. No, I just meant, uh, I want to get a sense of, do you live in Vancouver full time? Uh, what do you do? Um, so I work on boats, like yachts. And so I'm always in and out whenever I get any holiday or any leave. I come home to see family and friends, but I'm not permanently here. When you, when you say you work on the boats, you mean not building the boats, but but living on the boat no. and helping people. Is that what you do? Yeah. So I'm not a craftsman, but I'm a chef on a boat. Oh, OK. You're a chef oh. on a boat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. Well, recently my wife got started. Uh, I had to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. She took a lover, which she tends to do when I leave town. It was me. Yeah, it was it was Gourley. Uh-huh. They're quite. She's quite happy when she's with him. Uh, he apparently listens to her. Um, but uh, no, I, I got back and she had become hooked on um, Below Deck, oh, the no. reality show. And there's one I guess that takes place in Australia. Down and, under, yeah. Um, it's like Below Deck, Down Under, Below Deck, Down Under, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so I'm just curious if it's at all like that when you watch a show. Because what you see on that show is all the people running around, uh, um, getting on each other's nerves in a very contained space. Is that at all what it's like when you're working on a yacht? Uh, I haven't seen the show myself, but I've got friends that watch. And from what I gather, it's similar, but obviously a dramatized version of reality right right but it is a very small space to live and work together with a small group of people so i also think i have to say i think being a chef would be tough enough Mm -hmm. but to be a chef on a boat where if you suddenly need something oh we need paprika we need non-fat yogurt we need uh iceberg lettuce and you can't get it because you're at sea plus the boat's constantly moving yeah. It sounds like it's 10 times harder than being a, just a, a regular chef. I mean, you make provisions for that. You try to stock up on as much as possible. If people are coming on board, you get a list of their preferences, dislikes, et cetera. So you try to prepare accordingly. But yes, there's always the occasional thing where you'll be in the middle of nowhere and someone wants mini cucumbers, I don't know, something, and you have to try to find that. And that's so let me guess, it's, it's, it's mostly rich people affluent people that you're waiting on if they're living on a yacht, yes? I, yeah, that's pretty much the, the Are you ever tempted to say, no, we don't have it. You know, no, sorry, we don't We don't have that. You're on a boat. Oh. Get your thumb out of your ass. You ever say that to anybody? <laughs> uh, thankfully, I'm not front facing. It's always 
the other staff who have to deal with the guests face-to-face. -face. I'm in the galley tucked away. It's nice. So we can get the order and we can all stare at each other in disbelief and then we can proceed versus them. They have to listen to this person making an insane request and they have to smile. Right. And, and if so, so they're the one that's hearing, I would like, um, I would like a pistachio vanilla mousse three-tiered cake that's decorated only with yellow M&Ms. And then they come down and they tell you and you guys stand around in the kitchen and talk shit about them for like 15 minutes, right? I heard you ordering that the other day. I like that. <laughs> okay. And I demand uh, it. I see why you're asking. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, and I did it on a uh, American Airlines flight. <laughs> I was in business. With and your I was thumb like, up your ass. I, with my thumb securely up my ass. Um, but... Uh, it sounds like it would be, that's a, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, on and off for the last nine years. So once I finished university, I started doing this and yeah. That sounds, I mean, first of all, it's very romantic to go to sea. I think that's, that sounds really cool, you know, to. Yeah. It's okay. nice you just, to, your yeah. Your yeah made it sound like, no, it's not. Enthusiasm waned there for a second. Um, it can be. There's lots of nice places you get to go that I would never choose to travel to. Like it'll be a very small, tiny island in Greece, for example, which is lovely. But you get to see different parts of the world from a boat that you wouldn't say versus a normal road trip, etc. So that's nice. Mm. Have you ever crossed the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean? I think this last fall I did my sixth crossing. So what? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's cool. I've never crossed an ocean on a boat. Yeah. That's probably on a bucket list for me. I'd love to do that. Obviously, my ancestors did it I'd when they scared. were asked to leave Ireland. Oh. Um, uh, and when you get asked to leave America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe I'll do it then. Um, that is, uh, I, I have to say, that's very impressive. That sounds. Like, now, do you think this is going to be your gig for the long run, or do you see something else for you in the future? At a certain point, um, just being on a boat, been like, nah, been there, done that. Well, it's very fun, but it is a very weird existence where you're sharing a room with somebody. You've got a bunk where someone's above you or below. It's just a very bizarre Oof. life as an adult with sharing a bunk who's not your sibling. Um, so that's strange. So I don't see this forever, but I figure keep doing it until I stop enjoying it and I still enjoy it. So um, I'm going to get real personal here. And this does not include you, but I'm just saying, are there, there's got to be hookups on a boat. I mean, yeah. Sona, come on, way well, in here. Yeah, I said people be fucking. Okay, well, okay. Uh, no. Um, no, I'm sorry. On boats. Hannah, she's the, from, Hannah do, you know, do people be fucking? Yeah. No, Hannah, uh, she's yeah, from Vancouver. That, that's a lot They're very lovely it. people. But They're, people in Vancouver don't be fucking? Don't stop saying that. <laughs> it's not cool. I'm, uh, Hannah, I apologize for my very crass friend. But, sorry. Um, Uh-oh. Uh -oh. oh, there she is. Uh, no, I think she. Fr it looked like you froze on Zoom, <laughs> but I think you froze because of the coarse language. Oh, sorry. I mean, people be making love. Yeah, making yeah, love. Yeah, people be but, doing but it. But that must. It must get complicated when you have men, women, hormones, small boat. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to name names, but no, definitely. of course not. I would never ask you to. We'll do that on a separate phone call. Yeah, oh, I would. Um, there's definitely been. You see why there's a TV show made after this, because there's been some pretty absurd situations of, say, someone being romantic with someone mm -hmm. and then perhaps yeah, pursuing the somebody else <laughs> yep. that's in the same department. And you're all in this little boat. And to say the least, it all gets around word spread. Yeah, and... everyone finds out. There's no yeah. way. This stuff happened on Moby Dick, you know? I mean, oh. any classic sea tale, there's always people hooking up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't. I would. Yeah. I would forget the boat's not mine. Yeah, how, that's probably true. At some point, how do you mean? Like, I would start to be like, "Is this my boat? This is my yacht." And then I would start sleeping in like their main bedroom and stuff. Like, does anyone do do, do that? Is that just me? You're like no? the we have um, yacht. I mean, <laughs> perhaps. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, Sonia's onto something here. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, on a crossing, you'll have some captains that are very kind and generous, and they let crew use the guest areas when we're on a crossing because there's no guests nice. on board. But typically, it's you have to wear white gloves and not touch anything in the guest quarters. Um, can I ask you, uh, uh, Hannah, you might be somewhat familiar with this show or, or with my general personality. Do you think I would yes. uh, do well on a long crossing um, or would I instantly go quite mad? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the thing is, it's <laughs> be honest, be honest. Uh, it's a small space. And typically, if you're in a marina, you can step off, have some space to yourself. But on a crossing, it's you realize just how tiny it is and people tend to go a little nuts. I think you would try and entertain everybody to the best Yes, of your I would. But also, can so, I say something, Hannah? That could be a problem. Mm -hmm. I that think you well, start eating other yeah. people even though there's full provisions on board. Yeah. <laughs> They'd make you walk the plank. I would, and, no. I would start <laughs> I would start drinking my own urine even though there was plenty of water. I would do it as a culinary choice. Um, uh, no, but but I but that I think one of the problems might be as you guys work in a small space with me, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm looking uh, at, at four people right now who are in a very small space with me on a regular basis, and we'll just do an hour together, and I can see that you guys are ready to time out. Me on a boat, mm -hmm. on a yeah. six-day crossing in a confined space, saying, hey, Hannah, what about this bit? Do you think I'd be killed, like, two days in? I... Uh Personally, not by me, but perhaps everybody else. I don't want to speak no. to them. No. Um, Hannah, but... I don't think you could possibly understand what you're in for. You know what I love? Hannah didn't say, not by me, but maybe by someone else. She said, not by me, but by everybody else. Yes. It would be murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. The, the answer is everybody. Everybody. Did it. I think you would take on a persona. I think you'd like think you were a pirate, yeah. and then you would start talking like one. And, or a captain. Yeah. I would bring a stuffed parrot and glue it to my shoulder. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God! What? I mean, it's similar. Um, do you aspire to have aspire to have your own boat, or do you ever dream of having your own boat one day? No, I mean, as somebody who works on them, I should be more respectful, but they're personally just a money drain from what I've gathered. You yeah. buy it and you constantly right. have to flow money into it. It's just constant It's like repairs. children. That's the same thing I've yes. found. Jesus. That's what I've My son and my daughter, say. just money goes in and I don't see, you know, okay, great. You got an education. What's this for? You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't, how do I benefit? So yeah, no I see returns. what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious. Um, well, you can't name your boat, but- Everyone comes up with cool names for boats. Uh, yeah, and... what would Conan's boat be named? I picture more of a warship for you. So like the SS Conan or the SS O'Brien. Mm. I don't know, something no. more of that nature for you. Uh, uh, you know, it's no, it's got to be the, the you know, water blade. Uh, you know, water it's gotta, blade. It's got to be something that um, uh, I don't know. Um, everyone would want it to be like the rusty shamrock. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Now that you mentioned it, yeah, classic. Yeah, 
the, the sickly torso. You know, I, did, everyone, everyone would want it. To everyone be the would insist torso. that it be some kind of humiliating name, but I want something cool and warlike. I just have to yeah. think about it. But it's gonna um, say something regal. Yes. Mm. Well, the HMS. Oh, Her Majesty's. Yeah. What is that? Her Majesty's service ship. Service. Her Majesty's what is, service ship. Well, wait. You're a James Bond guy, don't you? Aren't you supposed to know this? Yeah, but. That's service, but I don't know His if the Majesty's boat... ship. What's His that? Ship? His Majesty's ship. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, he's. A, I guess well, he is. Why doesn't he commander. name it? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Bond. Okay. All right. None Sorry. of this will make it no, into the it final won't. podcast. That's called a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hannah, what would you name your boat if you had one? Honestly, someone asked me this, and on the spot, I just panicked and said the dump truck, and then now I feel committed <laughs> to that. So. What a beautiful name. <laughs> this is the dump truck. We're going down by the bow. HMS. <laughs> this is the HMS, HMS truck. dump truck. All souls on the dump truck were lost. Um, Christened with a bottle of four loco. Uh, what is your, uh, uh, have you ever risked serious injury while cooking at sea? Uh, we've had obviously several incidents. It's just nature, par for the course, where everything is moving and obviously mm-hmm. there's hot things like if you're boiling a pot of water all of a sudden you just have to stand there and watch it so it's very time consuming and my chef and i that we were working and we were underway and we were just trying to power through and all of a sudden we had a big turn and everything flew off and like a knife stuck into the cupboard and we both kind of looked at one and we're like let's just call it for an hour maybe and then we'll reassess that (laughs) is so what a cool image you're cooking and suddenly uh, storm and a knife goes flying in <laughs> into the side of the door. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry that you were almost killed, but. Uh, I mean. Th- what's the old expression that a watched pot never boils, but you literally have to sit there and watch pretty much. boiling water? Yeah. All of a oh. sudden, everything takes forever. You're just watching pots boil. And I'm like, this is pretty sad. But I mean, yeah, if, if, there's a big, if I was going into a typhoon and I was the chef on a yacht, I think I would decide maybe I'll deep fry that turkey later. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that off till we maybe make anchor, you know? Uh, Genuinely, they have to put up signs above deep fryers on all the boats because, like, if you're going to deep fry underway, please alert the bridge because I guess people have thought that to be a good idea. There should not be deep fryers on a boat. That's just ridiculous. Everyone should just eat Pop-Tarts and shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I would love to see you in a room that's, you know, built to to go like the waves. In a full chef's gear, trying to deep fry a turkey. Trying to deep fry a turkey and just screaming every time I get splashed. I was going to say, you know. Were you ever in a storm where you thought your life was at... I mean, like, you thought this could be it? Uh... Weirdly enough, the only time we've encountered a hurricane, we were in port, we were in Florida, and a hurricane was due to come. So everybody just decided to leave, but I was on watch with two other people. So it was me and the two other guys kind of looking at one another being like, I hope nothing happens. Because uh, you cannot leave the boat. It has to be have people on board for safety reasons. So yeah, even during a hurricane, we just had to sit there and hope for the best. And thankfully nothing happened. Here's the difference between us, Hannah. I would make up something. (laughs) You're like, no, there was one time we were in port. Everything was pretty secure, but we did have to kind of ride it out, but we were in port. I would say, oh, 
Twas nice it was. <laughs> the foam was four yards arms high and the tea tied when we I would just start babbling about, you know, so that's where we're different. You told the truth and it was a very safe, safe story and I would have just gone to town. Is well, it more I mean, safe or less safe to be in a boat during a hurricane? You mean is it safer? Than land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Florida I seems know. pretty unsafe in general. I don't know if the water would help. Um, <laughs> well, we're not going to get into the politics. Um, I, I appreciate that. Uh, do you have any questions for us, Hannah? Yes. Um, How do you handle high-maintenance guests, or do you have any tips for handling high-maintenance folks? Oh, well, um, in the old days, when I had a TV show for 28 years, I would say, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Commercial breaks were so fantastic. Because when I had a guest who was just driving me crazy... Yeah. I could go to commercial. Usually I'd try and get one laugh from the audience. Mm. Um, and then if I got that laugh, I'd say, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You won't be seeing this shithead <laughs> sitting next to me. <laughs> so that was, those were, and I've had a problem in life since I stopped doing that, that show, um, which is that sometimes I'm at a dinner party and I'm having a hard time with somebody and I, and I look to a camera that isn't there and say, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. And everyone just looks at me awkwardly. <laughs> no okay, I will try that at work. I don't know. How yeah. Go over so, it, but... Uh, but it's nice now that we we do the podcast. I'm I'm almost exclusively talking to people I really like to talk to. Yeah. So it's really nice. So it's I don't freeing, I don't yeah. have that issue anymore. But um, I should start pretending it's a ship. And if I'm having a difficult time with someone, just uh, a guest, just confine them to their quarters. <laughs> You know, I mean, we should have a little cap. One and we should have a little captain's hat here on the podcast. No. Yes, yes. Maybe. Pipe down. <laughs> Pipe down, <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Uh Well, Hannah, it was lovely meeting you. Um, and I'm a big fan of Vancouver. And oh, your parents' so home looks uh, lovely. And thank, thank you, you for the invite. I'll be by soon. <laughs> and um, I'll expect you shortly. <laughs> stay safe. Have uh, good luck at sea. Take care of yourself, okay? Thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 669-587-2847 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.